Legacy Podcast Series Number 3, Stress, and It Can Kill You. This is Dr. Whiting, founder and director of the Institute of Nutritional Science. Today I want to talk about what I have called for many, many years the cardinal or original cause of all disease and disorder. And certainly, if it doesn't cause the disease, it almost always makes it worse, and that is stress. Now, we're all under stress. Stress is a commonplace thing in almost everyone's life. And if the truth were to be known, stress is not all bad. There's physical stress, which comes from exercise and other physical activity, which can be beneficial and actually rebuild and make the body stronger. The area of stress that we are most concerned about is called emotional or mental stress. And there are several different types, even of that type of stress. And what researchers have found over the years is that it's not always the amount of stress that someone experiences or holds in their life, but rather the amount of that stress that they feel is overpowering or overwhelming. And it's that feeling of being overwhelmed and out of control that sets a chemical reaction within the body by releasing very powerful hormones, which were designed by nature to protect us. So before we get into that, let's take a look at what we call the stress response cycle. The body has built-in defense mechanisms, which are designed to help protect us or prepare us for a crisis, for a physical uh, assault. Let's say you're leaving uh, a movie theater or uh, a restaurant late at night and you stayed a little longer than you planned to, and it's dark and it's late, and there aren't too many people left around. And as you leave the facility, and you're on your way to your car, your imagination can oftentimes take over. And as you're walking to your car, you think you hear someone following behind you. And that immediately creates a stress response. Your body secretes hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, and we call those hormones the fight-or-flight hormones, and it is often called the fight-or-flight syndrome, which means the body is preparing itself to either fight for its life, for its security, or to be able to run fast from the adversary. And as you approach your car, you get your keys out, you put the key in the door, you hit the fob to unlock the door, you get in the car and lock the door, and lo and behold, there was no one following you. And as you take a deep breath, perhaps several of them, you're relieved, and the body goes through what's called the recycling or rebuilding stage. The hormones production ceases, and your heartbeat goes back to, slowly back to normal. And that is what we call the stress response cycle. It rises rapidly. It sustains during the potential or perceived crisis. And once that crisis has passed one way or the other, your body then begins to come down. 
And it is that coming down stage that's so important. But look at our modern society. We have stresses from every angle. We worry about the traffic. We worry about our income. We worry about our jobs. We worry about our health. We worry about our family's health. We worry about our family's well-being. And the list goes on and on and on. And because of this, there's a constant level of stress going on chemically inside of us, which means that those powerful hormones designed to be only temporary are with us, perhaps to a slightly lesser degree, all the time. We have people that wake up in the middle of the night suffering from anxiety, rapid heartbeat, nervousness, fears, and there's no cause for the action. And that occurs when the adrenal glands, which are responsible for setting up or starting the stress response cycle to be secreted constantly within the body. Over time, these hormones, which are very powerful in their action, can create a lot of health problems. The adrenal glands, if they never have the chance to rebound or recycle, eventually become very exhausted. And adrenal exhaustion is one of the most common health problems in our society. Ultimately, the adrenal exhaustion leads to what we call generalized anxiety disorder, where you're anxious more or less all of the time for no actual real reason. And you can look at this situation from a wide variety of angles. First and foremost, you can look at the stress response cycle and its ongoing presence as a need for relaxation techniques. And many people have found benefit in helping with general overall anxiety disorder through such activities as stress reduction, biofeedback, meditation, prayer, and other focusing techniques to help calm uh, the adrenal glands and the adrenal response cycle. When this occurs and it is uh, un uh, addressed, and it goes on and on, eventually people are forced to, to turn to various drugs, uh, of which there are a wide variety, uh, which are called the anti-anxiety medications. And all of them, for the most part, are very effective. But they too were designed to be only temporary, because their long-term use and the side effects from their use long-term can also produce very serious and sometimes very dangerous side effects. Adrenal exhaustion can, over time, lead to adrenal failure. And when that occurs, uh, it can be a true medical emergency. So when we take a look at stress, uh, certainly uh, relaxation techniques that we just mentioned are extremely valuable in addressing this type of problem. And I highly recommend that if you find yourself under excess stress, to begin to consider exploring some of these ways uh, in order to help calm the central nervous system as well as rebuild and uh, uh, regain uh, adrenal gland function. But general anxiety disorder comes from months or even years of being 
stressed out like an overtight piano wire and it's just ready to snap. And that, of course, is not a good state to be in. Uh, constant anxiety is one of the uh, most horrible feelings that a person can have. And you always hear people saying, well, I'm trying to relax. Um, just the fact that they have uh, uh, have to relax, the fact that they are aware that they need to try to relax, shows that they are already in a situation of relatively uh, serious adrenal overactivity. There are several other things besides medications, and that is my area of expertise. And those are the nutrients that can be used to help nourish the central nervous system, as well as the adrenal glands. Let's take a look at some of those nutrients that have been used by millions of people very successfully, especially in conjunction with relaxation or mindfulness meditation uh, practices. First and foremost are the B-complex vitamins. In fact, the B-complex, which is a family of nutrients uh, that work together which is why they're lumped together as a so-called family, in which the, why they all bear the term B-complex, uh, is because they share a lot of the same functions and benefits together. Well, uh, vitamin B2, vitamin B12, and pantothenic acid are three of the top stress-neutralizing nutrients. In fact, in clinical studies, it has been measured that the human body can consume or utilize up to 40 to 60 milligrams of pantothenic acid an hour when under stress. And when you consider that the suggested daily value for pantothenic acid is only 60 milligrams a day, uh, that doesn't cover someone who is in a constant state of pseudo-anxiety or real anxiety uh, most of their waking time. So you can see that the benefit from B-complex nutrients, while already proven to be very helpful, uh, we are underdosing. Someone who is under high prolonged stress needs mega doses of B-complex, especially B12 and pantothenic acid. There are several herbs which we also can use that help uh, with excess anxiety uh, prevalence or, 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 or presence. And those would include uh, uh, the sleep things such as uh, melatonin, uh, 5-hydroxytryptophan, which is abbreviated 5-HTP, are often added to stress nutrient support formulas for their ability to help us relax and especially to get a good night's sleep. Because after a certain time, if you are under stress for prolonged periods, it's impossible to turn the brain off and go to sleep. And even if you succeed at doing that, you oftentimes wake up uh, over and over again throughout the night and it seems almost immediately when you wake up, the anxiety is present and perhaps, in fact, caused you to awaken prematurely. So using high amounts of these nutrients can be very, very beneficial. We have worked with people who are under acute stress, and that's something that is not chronic or long-term, but something that happens 
rapidly, such as an automobile accident, a financial situation where a job loss, uh, an illness uh, of oneself or one's family member. These acute situations respond very, very well to super high doses of pantothenic acid. When dealing with stress, it is important to understand that the stress response cycle is there to save you. It's there to protect your physical and mental state. However, that same mechanism, if present constantly, can cause devastating side effects internally. One of the side effects of the stress hormones is inflammation. And inflammation is one of the biggest enemies to human wellness and health. Again, inflammation has its place. If you twist your ankle and it swells on twice the size, that inflammation is actually helping you because it's preventing you from further damaging an already damaged uh, ankle or wrist or, or whatever. It's forcing you to stay off of it, to not use it, and in so doing, you can help to heal the injury much faster. But there is a situation which is becoming more and more commonplace among millions of people, and that's what we call silent inflammation. We call it that because it is inflammation that is below the pain threshold, so you can't feel it. And ongoing stress is one of the greatest contributors to silent inflammation. And over time, silent inflammation has been linked to virtually every chronic degenerative disease or disorder that we have. Heart disease. Heart disease is a disease that begins and can be made far worse by ongoing inflammation. Diabetes can be made far worse by ongoing silent inflammation. And one of the greatest causes or contributors to silent inflammation is ongoing adrenal exhaustion or stress. In these situations, it is essential to realize that even some of the most obscure things you would think would not be connected to stress, in fact, are. For example, arthritis. I have known hundreds of arthritic sufferers who say that when they're under stress, their arthritis becomes worse. The pain increases because the inflammation increases. The lack of mobility uh, uh, increases. The stiffness, the achy joints. These are all can be tied back to excess inflammation, which can be addressed uh, by B-complex nutrients. What we recommend for people who are under excess stress, and it has been my experience that there are basically two types of people in our society, and that is people who say, well, I, I have a lot of stress in my life from a lot of different sources, and it really is annoying. It is beginning to compromise my quality of life and so forth. And then there's the other people who lie and say they don't have any stress at all because they are in denial. In both instances, uh, the body doesn't care whether you acknowledge it or don't acknowledge it. Uh, the damage is still slowly but surely and consistently uh, being created. 
So at our research center, we have found that super high doses of vitamin B complex together with key herbal extracts is the most beneficial thing for excess stress. The stress response cycle should be addressed uh, as soon as possible. And with the pandemic that is slowly, at least we hope, passing us by and society is opening up again, we now have people <clears throat> who are concerned uh, about that reopening. We have a lot of people who are under high stress and anxiety about going out into the world again. Is it safe? Uh, a lot of people uh, have lost their ability or, or they feel they've lost their ability uh, to socialize with others again because we've had to be so contained for so long. And uh, this pandemic has produced a tremendous amount of different forms of stress. Um, one is not worse or better than the other. They're all, in fact, potentially harmful. Uh, we have people that worried about catching the virus. We had people who worried about the vaccine. We had people who worried that they took the vaccine. We have people that worried that they didn't take the vaccine and wish they had. And the list goes on and on and on. And unfortunately, uh, the stress from this pandemic will probably last uh, a good deal longer. And this has just added to the already pre-existing stress that can come from family, economics, responsibility, obligations, and on and on. And one of the things that we have realized that when we advise people nutritionally uh, to put them on a program of nutritional support for their overall well-being, whether they're arthritic whether they're diabetic, whether they have a heart condition, uh, or whether they're predisposed to these conditions uh, genetically, we almost always consider using a high stress support formula in addition to whatever else we may be using uh, to support their individual specific health challenge. And by doing so, we can oftentimes help the person to recover to regain a better quality of life, and so on. And it is important to realize that at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We all want peace. We all want contentment. We all want uh, the best quality of life we can get. On top of this, if you watch the nightly news uh, with all of the conflicts going on, with all of the uh, shootings that go on, uh, it's, it's an indication that society is operating on the edge of a very sharp blade. And this just further complicates and compromises our ability to recover from the stress response cycle. And that recovery phase is the single most important factor. And you can help to enhance that recovery time to encourage it and to prolong it by using relaxation techniques together with a good stress support formula. Now, obviously, diet plays a role. Um, there is no doubt that our highly refined carbohydrate diet, uh, together with concentrated sugars, uh, has contributed to a wide variety of health problems. They also, that diet has been shown to contribute to physical stress rather than emotional, because the human body was never designed 
to consume those types of foods in the quantities that most of us do so on a daily basis. Virtually all fast food, junk food, processed food uh, contains high amounts of sugar and refined white flour. And this is because the food industry knows two things. One, those foods are cheap. They're cheap to make, they're cheap to manufacture, and the profit margin increases. Secondly, they also know that sugar is one of the most addictive substances known to man. It is right up there with heroin and cocaine, and withdrawal from sugar can be devastating and very difficult, only proving the highly addictive nature of these highly sugared foods. Now, you put this all together in one big package, and we have a recipe for potential disaster. Uh, just go out in the public and look at people. Very few people you will find that have a relaxed look on their face. Most people are stressed, hurried, worried, and it is contagious, unfortunately. And the more we have to be around people in our workplace, in our society, in our social uh, activities, uh, the more this rubs off on one another and it's kind of like the proverbial too many fish in the fishbowl. The end result is more stress added to the already existing factors that may be in someone's life. I can't tell you and I can't encourage you strong enough that first of all you need to be honest with yourself. Do you have excess stress in your life? Is a certain percentage of that stress overwhelming to you? Do you oftentimes feel out of control, uh, overburdened? Do you feel like you're on the edge of a breaking point? If you do, you are, in fact, on the edge of creating potential physical and emotional disaster within you. And once you acknowledge this, then the next step is to obviously take action and do something about it. Increase uh, your consumption of stress nutrients. Practice relaxation techniques. Improve your diet and get rid of all that extra sugar. Because all of those things are working together and they're working together against you. Stress is the cardinal cause of virtually all chronic and degenerative disorders found within the body. And if you already have one or more of these conditions, the excess stress will almost assuredly make it worse. This is Dr. Whiting. Take care, stay safe, and stay well.